the infamous or famous, whichever. Uh, see, there's one right there. I saw it pop on. Uh, I am live right here with Michael Ledford, coming straight to you from Shug's Southern Soul Cafe in oh. St. George, South Carolina. We just destroyed two ribeye steaks, and so we're going to do our best to get through this interview without dying. Um, we, I mean, they were easily. They were good. They were good. They were half the cow. Yeah, it was easily half the cow. Size of your head, so juicy, so tasty. But we wanted to make sure that we give Shugs a um, a uh, shout out here because they have actually allowed us to set up on uh, one side of the restaurant that they don't have open right now. So they're la actually letting us shoot live on site here, um, which was totally unexpected. So I wanted to give them a shout out and let you guys know if you're ever in St. George, you're coming up 95 from uh, Georgia or coming down 95 from somewhere else. Um, Please, please stop in at Shug's right here. It's just off the interstate, I-95, um, and it is a solid joint. The staff here are friendly, wonderful people. Um, apparently, they do live music um, probably on Friday nights, um, and the food here doesn't disappoint. I've eaten here a couple of times, and both two or three times that I've been here, I went home and took a nap because it was just that good. Oh, it's ridiculously good. Yeah. So, I... And not upset. Hey, look, Michael Edwards watching. Who's sitting right next to me? Isn't that They're weird? Right that is so weird. That way, uh, people might see it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Five of my friends. On That's okay. We're going to share this afterwards, and we're going to turn this into a uh, actual mini podcast. Um, it's going to come out. Kind of. Uh, I've got Brian Baldwin, who's another one of our hosts. Yeah. He he did up the one he did with me last night. He actually remixed it. Made it really nice, put some music, some graphics to it, uh, cut out the technical difficulties that we were having, and uh, made it a lot smoother little bit. And we're going to probably strip the audio from that and put it on the podcast. It's kind of like this pre-season uh, podcast. But enough of the formalities. Let's get on with the interview. So we are here with Michael Ledford. Now, Michael, I'm going to – I haven't really prepared a whole lot of questions. Okay. Um, in fact, I haven't prepared any. I'm just going to kind of right. fly off the top of Way my to head. Prepared. I am always prepared. Right. Um, or maybe maybe I am prepared, but I want to make it look like I'm just really that good off the cuff. Um, but anyway, so first question is this. Where do you hail from? Where do I hail from? Uh, like my lineage? or uh, Maybe we'll just go back to where you currently live. Okay, where I currently live. Yeah. I live in the metropolis of Chesney, South Carolina. Metropolis means it's it's smaller than Cottageville, if, South Carolina, where I live. If Superman had a place, it would, he would stay. Yeah, it's small. I've been there. It's a wonderful little town. Uh, the uh, what's the chicken joint there? Uh, Bantam Chef. Bantam Chef. Yeah. It's been probably 15 years since I've been there, so I'm assuming it stayed the same. We're gonna plug Shugs. We'll, we'll stay with okay. We'll stay with Shugs. <laughs> um, so yeah, Michael's from Chesney. He uh, no no no. Chesney. I'm oh, sorry. Chesney. You gotta say it right. It's like, like Clemson Chesney. and Clemson. It's oh, Clemson. It's like chestnut chesney. Yep. Um, it's in the upstate of South Carolina. Um, you know you're heading in the right direction when you see the giant butt in the sky, or Excellent. what I like to refer to as the giant butt in the sky. It's actually just the giant peach water tower. Or as Connor says, my son, with the hemorrhoid. It does appear to have a hemorrhoid, uh, which if you're anybody who deals with anger, hemorrhoids, uh, make you angry, um, and so maybe the upstate is just an angry place. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. 
but that's where he's from, Chesney. Now, where did we meet? Charleston Southern University. Charleston Southern University is a Southern Baptist college. Hell yeah. It used to be called Baptist College of Charleston. Yeah. BCOC. Um, it used to be SBC run, and now it's just SBC affiliated. Oh. So, yeah. That must change the, uh, the tone uh, a little bit. Yeah. I won't say too much because I know that there are several people on staff at the school who might be watching. Um, no, I'm just kidding. We're both alum, well, I think I'm an alumni. You're an alumni. Michael was not an alumni. He, we'll, didn't, he didn't finish out his years there with we'll me. We'll get into that story. Another time. Yeah. That will definitely be a podcast episode because that was an angry time for you. That was an angry time. Very angry time for him, I, as I recall. So that goes back to, to for me, I started at CSU in 2001. You started there? In two, no, 99. 99. You started there in 1999. Yep. Uh, we were never roommates, and that's probably for Michael's best, that I was never his roommate. <laughs> well, I don't know. We uh, might as well have been. That's true. He didn't sleep on my couch probably that's a few true. times. Yeah. Um, we got into way more trouble than was necessary. Uh, one of our famous things to do was to slip out around midnight and either go roam around downtown Charleston looking for ghosts yeah. or hit the beach. We would go out on the beach to watch the moon and stars and take the guitars. And yeah, uh, that sounds a little awkward. Uh, yeah. We didn't walk hand in hand. Uh, it wasn't quite like that. There were often other people there. There were often other people there who were also friends, not with benefits, yeah. just friends. Yeah, just friends. Just friends uh, like so we would explore Charleston after it went dark outside because, well, we were just weird like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're in a class during the day, and, yep. uh, and nighttime was the only time to do anything. If we made it to the morning class, that was our difficulty, was when we would mess ourselves up by staying out yeah. way too late and then have an 8 o'clock class. So I apologize to all my professors who I was late to or skipped. Um, I just will let you know that uh, it wasn't your fault. It was me. It wasn't you. It was me. Talk about um, not learning from your mistakes. Every semester, signing up for an 8 a.m. class. Yeah. Terrible idea. I learned, though. I began to schedule mine for, like, closer to lunchtime or after. Yeah. I did. I did. I tried to get him on board, but he just wasn't there. So uh, It is. It happens. Um, so we met at Charleston Southern. Uh, were you a, a Christian before you met me or before you came to Charleston? Yes. Okay. I, I was... Uh, I accepted Christ into my heart through... Prompting of the Holy Spirit when I was nine. Nine, all right. And uh, I was baptized uh, about nine years old. Uh, grew up in a Southern Baptist church, and I'll tell you, I know that I was saved when I was nine. I, my heart was on fire. Um, I loved to share with people, mm -hmm. and um, I was a little. Of course, being young and growing into things and learning things, you know, I knew a lot from when I was younger, learning in the church, but uh, sometimes my mouth was bigger than my knowledge. And uh, Sounds a lot like it. <laughs> and so, uh, a lot of what this is birthed out of, and being the angry Christian, is letting our headspace get in the way of our heart space. Mm. Uh, and I tended to do a good bit of that uh, up through um, even up until the end of elementary school to middle school. Middle school, I started to soften a little bit, but in the wrong way. Yeah, I uh, uh, 
If you heard me in sixth or seventh grade, probably cuss like a sailor. Uh, and I at least waited till tenth or eleventh grade. <laughs> and to me, it was a justification thing. And so I, uh, I had some issues there in, in middle school. I, I ran back to the Lord after I was convicted. Uh, uh, I don't know whether I was convicted in myself or as far as re- I mean, I always knew it was the wrong thing. To, to be like that, I needed to guard my speech because speech is an expression of the heart. And if you're if you can't control your speech, which I didn't care to, then you don't really have control of much of anything else. Really. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, I uh, ended up being convicted through youth and different things, and uh, got that cleaned up. But of course, that was just one uh, symptom of a greater condition. Hmm. Yeah, uh, even uh, ventured out in high school and went to uh, Scotland and Africa. Uh, you know, Scottish people are pretty angry people. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, just throwing that out there because I'm Scotch Irish and it just kind so. of boils in my blood. But honestly, the Scot Scotch people in Scotland that were truly Scottish, not the English uh, transfers, <laughs> they were just they were some of the coolest people I've ever met in my life. Fair so, enough. Yeah, I didn't mean to cut your story off. You went to Scotland, and then where else did you go? I, I forgot. I totally ruined. No, I just I derailed. Oh, I went to uh, Ghana. 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 Africa. Yeah. For those of you not sure where Ghana is, best people on earth. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, I, I remember. In fact, a lot of his uh, like email addresses and stuff incorporate Ghana. Ghana O'Brony, white boy in Ghana, in Fonti actually. See, Ghana, main Ghana language. See, I know this guy. Yeah, I know him. <laughs> um, so. So that's kind of your background leading up to it. I began the angry Christian prep work, if you will, a couple of months ago, and I started thinking about people I wanted to bring on as a host. Because, as I mentioned last night with Brian, I don't, I don't see this as the Brad Bates show. Um, I might be the guy who's organizing and putting it all together, but it's less about me and more about the message. Like, yeah. and the message is is that as Christians. Um, we have to do a better job of one, managing our anger, but two, displaying compassion for people, especially those with which we disagree. Right. Um, so just with that in mind, what was it that when I came to you and I said, hey, Michael, do you want to be a part of this thing? You went, yes, I would love to be a part of that. I was, I was a little bit hesitant uh, because... Uh, yeah, well, it's not because of what you're doing, because I fully believe in what you're doing. That's the whole reason I'm here. Yeah. It's because of how I view myself. Okay. And I have a little bit of a difficulty with, uh, uh, you know, uh, hard to say what I mean by it, but putting myself on a pedestal, which there's a little bit of that involved when it comes to teaching. And I love to teach. I love to coach. Um, I love to express the things that I've learned so that others can, can learn from those mistakes. I was, I was just talking to my youngest son, Connor, about this the other day, and that this notion that the world has that you have to learn from your own mistakes is a dangerous thing. Yeah. We don't learn from our own mistakes. If you go touch a hot stove and tell me it's hot, if I go touch it, I'm an idiot. 
Uh, I, you've told me it's hot. You've expressed the pain. And if I trust I, you, right, and if you trust me, then I need to I need to listen to it and, and, and learn from it. And if you get burned, then well, dang it. Exactly. That's exactly. your own fault. That's my own fault. And, and boy, do I have stories on that that we'll get into later <laughs> on. But uh, uh, but I'm hoping that through this, uh, some of those times that I burned myself, yeah, and continue to even. I mean, through uh, it was much more egregious, yeah, um, before. Uh, through maturity, it becomes less and less so. I mean, getting old. Yeah, yeah, getting old. Yeah, and there's a great, hey, yeah, great right there. Your wife joined. My husband will let you know. I'll, I'll change what we were talking about. Uh, <laughs> uh, my beautiful wife is on for her. Pray for her. She has uh, walking pneumonia and uh, bronchitis. I didn't even know pneumonia could walk. I didn't either. It, apparently, it walks all over the place. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so anyway. Um, just that aspect of it that uh, maybe through some of my uh, things that I have done wrong and some of the things that I've done right, that maybe I can encourage somebody uh, in their walk with the Lord yeah. and, and vice versa. That's, I enjoyed hearing you talk to Brian last night because um, uh, that's what it's about. It's about that uh, back and forth. Yeah. Uh, learning and growing off of each other. We actually got asked uh, the other day in our life group, Sunday school for some folks, <laughs> in our life group, what did we like about life group? And, I, and my answer was the uh, ability to throw things and have them bounce back yeah. and, and, and share back and forth. And, and that's what a lot of this is about, is about sharing. And another aspect of it, um, I want to be clear on my side of things, yeah. and, and I know that you are in the same uh, heart is that this is about uh, like I mentioned earlier the hearts the headspace getting in the way of the heart space but not neglecting the headspace right uh, the headspace is a very important aspect absolutely uh, a lot of, there's a reason that Paul didn't get sent on his missionary journeys until seven years after he was he had uh, you know met and been mentored by yeah. Ananias and that's because he needed some more of that headspace. He had all of the uh, the headspace of the Pharisee, yeah, but not the headspace of a born again Christian, right? So there is that aspect too that we don't want to neglect as well, and we will certainly uh, share that as we bounce things off of one another. Yeah, I had, I had an old pastor that used to say we we ought not check our brains out at the door of the church, yeah. you know, just because. You know, we are coming and we are experiencing God and we're connecting at a relational level. We also have to connect at a mind level. The, the, the Bible does tell us to worship God with our mind, our body, our soul, and our spirit. Yep. The mind is there, or with all of our strength. Right. You know, so strength, mind, body, all of that. The mind is part of that. Yep. But oftentimes Christians want to check the mind out um, and leave that at the door and, and strictly rely on the emotional side of things. Exactly. Which, as we know, as part of the Angry Christian Podcast, when you rely on your emotions, like anger, it gets you in trouble. Absolutely. Um, here's the thing, and one of the things I wanted to make sure that we pointed out um, as we're moving closer and closer to the release of our podcast, we are not perfect. In fact, shh, my wife's on here. Yeah, I, I don't want her to know, or your mother-in-law's on here too, so I uh, don't want her to know. Well, don't ask her if I'm she would say you're probably the best son-in-law she's ever had. I am the best son-in-law she's ever. Wait, I'm the only son. Well, see, the best one she's ever had. Yeah. Um, so we're not perfect by any stretch of means. So when we're when we're going through these podcasts, we're learning too. We're we're working through things. We're, the, you know, what you're actually being 
brought into is a discussion. Not so much, I mean, obviously there probably will be some teaching as we start talking about things that we feel confident about. Absolutely. But at the same time, you're going to be there as we're working through concepts and ideas that we're personally wrestling with. Yeah, and especially in this climate that we're in, uh, in our world where we have forces, opposing forces of ideology uh, that are pulling against one another. And that pull gets more and more aggressive. And it's because neither, neither, and it's not necessarily an A, B, positive, negative. Uh, there are multiple influences, but they're all pulling with their full force and none are willing to give way. So where do we stand? Knowing that we have the truth through the word of God, where do we stand and how do we express that to a world that is growing more and more aggressive every day? Right. I actually just, I wrote a blog, so I mentioned it last night and I'm just throwing it out there just because it's it's my website, but it's kind of becoming the hub of, in addition to the Facebook page for this content for the Angry Christian Podcast. So the podcast is going to be there, but eagerfortruth.com, I just put out an article yesterday um, specifically addressing the concept of communication and how important the very the different components of communication are. Things like not just our words, but our tone, our body language, our motive, um, even the visuals may, we may use yeah. to communicate. Yeah. These are all important, and, and as Christians, we have a world that that views our worldview as angry. Like we may not want to accept that and we, we might deny that. And, and we know deep down that that's not really the case, right? right. We, know, right. we know that's not the case, but how we tend to express that worldview. Well, and that's part of the problem is because those that, it, that are the, the loudest, that have the, the biggest megaphone, are typically the ones that are the most aggressive. Westboro Baptist Church. Yeah, there you go. Right. They're the ones out there shouting, and, and behind them are people like my dear grandmother, who are faithful saints, who just don't get hurt and get flushed out by all that. Right. So we, of course, we know many of those faithful saints, and how do what is the the bridge between the her heretic yelling? Yeah. And the true, peaceful, gospel-loving heart yeah. of, of Christ's followers. Because we have the truth. We know we have the truth. We believe we have the truth. We read it in the Bible. Um, we, the Holy Spirit speaks it to us. But 1 Corinthians 13 says that you know, we can have all knowledge, yeah. all knowledge, all faith, all power, that we could even speak in tongues of angels. But if we have not love, then we are to the world basically just a loud symbol and a gong and that we're practically wasting our time. Exactly. And that's what we're trying to address is how can we as Christians compassionately and lovingly give truth to the world. We obviously can't control how they're going to receive that. No. You know, but at the same time, the Bible says uh, this. It also says in Romans that in as much as possible as with you live in peace with others. Now, there's only one thing that that verse is telling you that you can control, and that is you, in as much as possible with you, yeah. right? It doesn't say in as much as possible with the other guy, live at peace with him. Force that person to think your way. Yeah, exactly. you, we, want, we want to try and encourage the church to, to, to learn to, to look at ourselves first and be able to say, you know what? I have done everything I can to package this in a way that 
I know I've done everything to say I love you, but here's the truth. Exactly. And that's really the heart of the matter, I think. And I and I'm you know I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you know I'll let I'll let this be one of the last couple questions here. But you know what is one of the if not the biggest goal or thing that you have in mind that you would like to see come out of this podcast? Really, just that uh, others would be encouraged in their walk. I I have grown. Uh, I. My mentality, my, uh, the way that my brain works is a little bit different. Um, I have ADHD. My, I didn't know that until I married my wife. Um, it's a good who, thing you married her. You might uh, not have never known. Who is a counselor and who has studied extensively and who deals with kids and stuff. But a lot of the things throughout my childhood and growing up into adulthood, uh, and even now that I deal with, I am able to understand through that lens. Um, I got very discouraged. I continue to get very discouraged at times. And I know how important it is to have that encouragement to know, look, even though it's overwhelming, these thoughts and things that, that uh, weigh you down, because it's tough. We're fighting a fight. Uh, the, you know, our fight is not against flesh and blood, but against the principalities uh, of darkness that are, that are all around us. The, the, the powers of the air, as Ephesians six twelve says. Mm -hmm. And we... It, in a battle, you don't get a break. No, nope. You don't get a break. Our peace lies in Christ. And our encouragement lies in Christ. And as we see Christ working through those around us. Right. Uh, and so I hope to, that this podcast can be an encouragement to those. And it will help to alleviate some of that anger. Because a lot of that anger comes from, uh, from the anxiety of fighting that battle. Yeah, this like this fire. I think they're just going to. The enemy is but, trying yeah. to buzz around our head right now. Flies. Yeah. Uh, but it kind of that that anxiety that comes from this constant fight. We know that the fight's there. We feel it. We feel it in our spirit, and it's a constant thing. If we don't have the the uh, peace of Christ in us, and we don't feed off of other brothers and sisters, then we end up very very frustrated and very angry. Uh, matter of fact, you can see that in Paul's missionary journey. Yeah. Uh, as he got aggravated with Mark. Yeah. And Barnabas had a falling out. Barnabas as well. Yeah. They, uh, they, they later rectified that situation, yeah, but yeah. we don't know how many years passed. Right. right. But we do know that there was definitely a split. I mean, it was probably one of the first church splits. Well, and even, and even in that aspect, uh, I kind of laugh at people sometimes because ever, I love Paul. I love to study Paul. But to me, he had a short temper. He had a short temper. And so did Peter. But Paul, um, and as a matter of fact, they butted heads uh, against each other, which was had to have been epic. And we probably but, will on the podcast, too. <laughs> It'll make for good entertainment. When you see this vein right here? <laughs> uh, but, uh, uh, see, ADHD, you messed see? me up. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Squirrel. Uh, okay. Squirrel. <laughs> Squirrel. So anyway, when you, uh, just the encouragement that comes from that. Yeah. Uh, but as I was saying, when, in regards to Paul, you know, Paul had to suck it up when he needed them again. He he said, you know, I need them. I'm, he had to put it away because where Romans came into play, when you said, as far as it concerns you. Right. And I've had that many times in my life. And I hope that I can be an encouragement to others. We can all be an encouragement to yeah. others to just shut up and listen sometimes. Yeah. Uh, shut up and listen. Have the truth in your heart. Stand firmly on the rock-solid foundation of Christ and the gospel. And listen. If you listen, I have found when I am 
as James puts it, slower to speak and oh, quicker yeah. to listen, then I learn a lot more about who I'm talking to. And I find out that my assumptions about them may not be what I'm thinking. Oh yeah. Right? I may assume I want to just jump out there and call them all sorts of names and just be like, yeah, you know, you know, your problem is that you're, you're just angry at God. It may not be that they're angry at God at all. They may just actually be angry at themselves. That's exactly right. But I'm, a, I'm assuming that their whole problem is that they're angry with God. Um, but that's not always no. the case and probably not even most times the case. But you would never know that if all you do is just spew in your normal Christianese at them without hearing their heart. Exactly. And so that's kind of – I think you're right on. And you and, you and Brian both have echoed a lot of the same uh, – Sentiments about where I hope to see. This is this is why I picked these guys because I, I feel like I've watched you guys, I've read your stuff, I've I've known you, I've done life with you guys. Um, I know where your hearts are, and I think you know I think what you're going to find in this podcast is is some content that, and I said it last night, that's not going to just benefit the believer. Like I think this is something you're going to be able to share with the non-believer. Something you'll be able to say, hey, you know, you should listen to these guys. You know what, they're Christians, but you know what, it sounds like they're, they want to understand you better. Right, and it's not, it's, it, this is not going to be clean, no. necessarily. I mean, there's not going to be any bad language no, no. in this show, because it's kid-friendly. That's right. Maybe. I, I, listen, when I decided I wasn't going to use bad language, I had to cut it off. It yeah. becomes a habit. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, the filthiness of our reality and who we are, we're all human beings. We're all messy. Uh, and sometimes people need to know that. Yeah. People look. Uh, I attend uh, First Baptist Sparkburg. That's mm-hmm. a larger church. Uh, great people within that church. Yeah. Uh, many of them are very successful and, and clean cut. And that's just the way that they are. And so there's a perception that even though we are out there feeding the hungry and, and washing feet and fixing the houses, and, you know, there's a perception they're better than me. Mm-hmm. That's not it at all. So in this podcast, hopefully, those that don't know Christ will see. Look, man, these people are broken. Our faith journey, Brad goes to Journey Church. (laughs) I do. Our faith journey. Shout out to Journey. (laughs) It it is a journey. It is a walk. As Paul said, we strive to finish the race. It's a a complex journey. Uh, running through, and right. it's not something that you do, you're done, see you on the next level. It's right. not that at all. Agreed. Cool. Well, I, I, I think this is going to be fun. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. Now, we're all going to be, the podcast is going to be pre-recorded, so these are all going to be recorded before you guys hear them. It's not going to be streamed live, um, but we will, we will be taking this particular interview, Brian's interview, Jonathan's and Robert's interview, and we're going to put them kind of in the podcast as a pre-season Bonus, if you will. So uh, if you missed it tonight, if you missed it tonight, you're probably not hearing me say this. So it doesn't really matter. But if you want to check it out later, um, it will be on our podcast um, probably in the next week or so. I'm going to get Brian, my buddy Brian, who's one of the hosts, to rip the video. And then I'm probably going to rip the audio and just kind of remix this a little bit, make it some more professional. But we really appreciate you guys tuning in tonight. Uh, they're, They're in there like cleaning tables. So... Um, though there are people still eating um, come by Shugs come by Shugs I did want to give a final shout out yes, to them absolutely. they are super awesome people they were so generous to give us the space we are literally in like a whole wing of the building completely by ourselves yeah. they turned the lights on they moved furniture for us and they were like here um, you set up wherever you want and so I've never 
they, uh, the funny part was, and I'll just give this quick short story. We're sitting there eating our steaks, and he walks up and he goes, so you guys have a podcast? And we're like, what? <laughs> he said, yeah, I, I forgot that I had tagged Michael and Shugs uh, while I was sitting out in the car waiting for Michael to get here. And so they had seen that. And he was like, yeah, I, I, I tracked it down, and he saw Michael's picture and connected the two. And so... Um, he so was that's like, not scary at all. Yeah, no, it's kind of weird. We got stalked, but it's totally awesome. And uh, so, so basically, he's like, "Dude, y'all can use our space." And we were like, "You guys are awesome." So, big shout out to Shugs Southern Soul Cafe here in St. George, South Carolina, right off I ninety five. You can't miss it. Great food, great people. It's a great little town, and uh, we really appreciate it. Um, and we, I guess, until next time. Until next time, don't be angry. I want to say a big thank you to Jonathan Hamlet, Michael Ledford, Brian Baldwin, and Robert Platt for taking this journey with me and helping me host the Angry Christian Podcast. Another big thanks goes out to Simon Panrucker for the use of his song, Angry Dance, which is featured as the opening song to this podcast. All other production and music was created by the Angry Christian Podcast team. And finally, our biggest thanks goes out to you, our listeners, for without you, this podcast would not be possible. God bless. I look to you and see the cross, the fear subsides and hope returns. I look to you, I look to you. When my heart can take no more, when my faith insecure I lift my eyes up to your hill you are my refuge still where my mind is filled with doubt and I feel there's no way out I look to you and hope returns. I look to you.